0: Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the greatest football podcast in the history of the world, run by yours truly, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, somehow, someway, Manchester United avoided a loss to Liverpool at Anfield. Interestingly enough, what happened the last time the Red Devils found themselves at Anfield. Yeah. 7 to 0. A 7 to 0 loss to Jurgen Klopp, Mosala and Liverpool. Quite frankly, right off the bat, my buddy, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh McSwain, is going to confirm because I texted him before the game, I predicted that Liverpool would win 4 to 0. Many are going to say, Alex, how can you do this? You just jinxed Liverpool. Okay, if you feel that I jinxed Liverpool, I'm sorry, okay? I mean, at the end of the day, I I was making a prediction or judgment call, whatever you want to call it, look. Obviously, I thought that Liverpool was going to have a great day against a team they like to pick on, and obviously that didn't happen. It's just so interesting that Rafael Varane... That actually a great game played a huge role in this. Of course, Andre Onana as well, but we'll get to that. (sighs) But the fact is, I'm just mind-boggled. It's perplexing that somehow, someway, Man U avoids a loss and keeps a clean sheet against Liverpool of all clubs. I mean, check this out. According to BR Football, Manchester United is the first team to not lose at Anfield this season, And they're the first team to stop Liverpool from scoring this season. The first team to not lose at Anfield... And the first team to prevent Liverpool from finding the the back of the net? (laughs) Huh. I guess that's one of the very, very rare positive moments... That Manchester United are going to have this season. Might as well enjoy it now. But on on the long run, is it really going to help? I mean... Who the heck knows? Now... Based on what we saw... As a result of this, Arsenal reclaims first place in the Premier League, while Liverpool drops to second place. Now, the top four is as the following. Arsenal, Liverpool, Aston Villa, and Manchester City, followed by Tottenham, Newcastle, and Manchester United has dropped to seventh. So really, not really any favors at all for Manchester United. You know... As I see the lineups, you know, the fact that Liverpool utilized a something that we see often, four defenders, four midfielders, and three forwards. You had Darwin Nunez in the center, and the forward, you had Diaz on one side, and Mo Salah on the other. And then on the other side, for Manchester United, four defenders, three midfielders, three forwards, and Rasmus Højlund as the sole striker, as the number nine. So... Manchester United, so i got to give Eric ten Hag a bit of credit on this one, that he was able, it actually basically took a lot of courage for him to kind of utilize a formation to counter anything that Liverpool was going to throw at them. Because make no mistake about it, Liverpool was absolutely hell-bent on embarrassing Manchester United once again. Let's be honest, Liverpool takes pride in embarrassing Manchester United. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is no exaggeration. We all know for a fact Liverpool takes such pure enjoyment in embarrassing Manchester United. I'm sure that my buddy uh, Steve Adams, the the greatest nurse in the history of nursing... Well, I haven't actually talked to him about this particular game yet, but uh, I'm sure he'll be listening to this and I'm sure he'll give his thoughts, but I would imagine he's rather... I don't know if I should say he's surprised, I should honestly say he's rather shocked. I mean, I'm pretty shocked. Anyway... So, you know, seeing Raphael Varane play again, you know, I, I think... I mean, it, it seems like it's been forever since we've seen Varane, but unfortunately he keeps getting injured, so... You know, of course, one of the interesting, uh... You know, one of the interesting and rather embarrassing things is the fact that Manchester United defender uh, Diogo Dallo got two yellow cards in a span of, what was it, like 10 seconds? <laughs> That's what it seemed like. I mean... <laughs> you, know, you know, the fact, you know, Goal.com even re- released a story... And in, the, in their title, it says, it explains why Diogo Dalo was sent off against Liverpool with the player getting two yellow cards in 10 seconds. <laughs> now, I, unfortunately, the tweet that they put, I try to watch it, but unfortunately, as they say, this footage is not available in your country. It's unfortunate that Sky Sports Premier League, I mean, what they post on Twitter, I cannot, I cannot watch it in, this, in my country, in the United States of America. Very, very unfortunate, but of course, there's the highlights on YouTube, and that kind of told the story. But the first one is obviously because you know Diogo Dalo was very unhappy about something, so he was basically well, he was letting the referee have it. So, so first it was to shout out the referee, but then after that, things got worse. So the referee just decided, okay, you know what? To hell with this guy. He's getting he he's getting a red card. So as as a result of how this thing was handled, uh, obviously Dalo is going to be suspended for one game, but. Uh, it's pretty embarrassing honestly but you know and, and I should honestly mention you know how the, the defensive effort from Manchester United because you know most of the time i we've just basically I've been so critical of just how horrible and putrid Manchester United has been on, on the defense but oh but, but but this game just man something you, you just I mean it's something that's not really Manchester United material I mean Ugh, so and the fact that you know this happened, you know, way late in the game, and, and you know, you know, and, and seeing this one too, you know, what's what's really unfortunate, honestly, is you know, you know, man, you only had one shot on target, and unfortunately, you know, could not make it. But, but still, I think honestly, from this one, even though this didn't really do Manchester United any favors, this is basically a win for the Red Devils. Now, I I should mention, you know, looking at the statistics, man. Eight shots on target for Liverpool. And on you know, both teams that, you know, and, and, and honestly, if I, what I understand is, you know, Goal.com has both teams that at least one big chance missed. For Liverpool, honestly, it's way more than that. Because again, eight shots on target. And Andre Onana registered a total of eight saves. So I kind of feel like when you have a shot on target and you don't convert, that right there is a chance that was basically right down the toilet. So, again, you could say there's a chance miss or a big chance miss, but again, Gold.com says that that Liverpool had one big chance missed, but I honestly beg to differ. I would honestly say that even though it was eight shots on target and couldn't make any of them, I would say minimum, that's five big chances missed. So, again, the bottom line is, yeah, man, Liverpool had their chances and just could, they, they basically, they were dominating, but they just could not score. It was one of those games where Liverpool does everything they can, they just can't score. Reminds me a little bit of the Champions League final in 2022, when Thibaut Courtois was denying Mohamed Salah left and right. We all remember that game. Most Salah just kept trying and trying and trying and trying, but could not put the ball past Thibaut Courtois. Somehow, someway, in arguably perhaps the greatest game in his career, Thibaut Courtois managed to deny Mohamed Salah numerous times. So, in this one, this, is, this has got to be Andre Onana's best game for Manchester United so far. I mean, now I'm not sure exactly how many times um, it was specifically Mohamed Salah, but still. In Andre Onana's case, the fact that you make a total of eight saves against Liverpool, who's obviously one of the best teams in the Premier League right now, we can say whatever we want about Andre Onana, but what we saw from this, take a bow. Because that's, that's incredible. I mean, the 8 saves by Onana. The 45 clearances. Let me say that again. 45 clearances by the Manchester United defense. Again, that strong, resilient, resilient iron rock solid defending, that's not Manchester United. We've not seen that from the club, so all of a sudden... For one game, at least so far, because this is just one game. In one game, Manchester United decided to play defense, and they decided to play defense better than they have been in such a long time. 13 blocks, 45 clearances, 7 interceptions, and a total of 8 saves by Andre Onana. Now again, i got to give Manchester United their due. Now normally, of course, through the advice of the fiercely opinionated one, Mr. Josh McSwain, who is still on strike, I would imagine he didn't watch this game because he's, again, on strike. You know, he's basically said that there's more important things and more interesting things to talk about than Manchester United, but in this particular one, this game, I think that he would agree that this game is certainly worth discussing because, again, Josh McSway, I mean, again, even though he he didn't watch, I would imagine that he looks at the stats. I mean, this has got to be surprising to him to see Manchester United put such a strong, resilient defensive uh, effort. So... You know, at the same time, I mean, you know, at the same time, the critical part is that Man U's attack just could not do anything. I mean, they had one shot on target, but, you know, but you know, the Liverpool goalkeeper made two saves, and, you know, they had, you know, five clearances of their own. So, but again, Man U's, Man U's offensive attack, you know, really could not do anything. So, so so really, at the end of the day, it just seemed that Manchester United felt like, well, if if, if we're not going to be able to attack, we might as well just go defense, 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 and they did. And it worked, so it's 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 just again. I mean, never when I what I thought that, but you know, and of course you know, like you know, as I said, you know, you know, Liverpool had their opportunities, but they just could not capitalize. So, you know, you know, of course, I think Roy Keane, you know, even mentions that you know had a little bit of something to say that he was not a saying this one that you know Virgil van Dijk, you know, wasn't at his best in this one, but. You know, in, in, in uh, Royal Keene's case, he says uh, that Liverpool had their opportunities and didn't take them. And, then, and he basically says that it's their own fault, that it has nothing to do with Manchester United. So, well, I'm not sure if by that he'd be saying that Manchester United... I'm not, I'm not saying he's discrediting Man U. I don't think he is. He's just saying that Man U basically did their job, but Liverpool could not do theirs. Again, Liverpool had their chances. Liverpool had their chances, and they had numerous chances, but they could not take advantage of it. Manchester United could not get the job done. And to an extent, Manchester United was able to. Because again, this is a win for Manchester United. Although, once again, this does not do them any favors. Because as a result of this, Manchester United has dropped down to 7th place. So, you know, and honestly, you know, on a positive note, it's, it was great to see Raphael Varane have, have a great game. But I'm only, honestly hoping he can keep it up. And most importantly, hope he can stay healthy. But, you know... Alisson, uh, the Liverpool goalkeeper, man, you know, check this out. He, you know, he has, he has a total of seven career clean sheets against against Manchester United and also seven against Everton. So he has gone over 500 minutes without conceding to Manchester United at Anfield. So, man, but check this out. I mean, for the for the fact that you have seven clean sheets against Manchester United, <laughs> that's pretty incredible, right there. So. Uh, so having said that, honestly, at this at this point, you know, you know, I think you know Manchester United, uh, well, Liverpool has been on quite a winning streak as of late. So I mean, the the winning streak kind of came to an end, but still, it's not like they, it's not like they lost, but still, you know, you know, in this point, you know, more uh, information, you know, about R- R- Roy Keane uh, said, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. Roy, Roy Keane, you know, he's saying, and I quote, Virgil van Dyke had arrogance coming out of him. Dishing, out Manchester, dishing Manchester United like that, unquote. So I kind of messed it up a little bit. Let me say it again. And I quote, Virgil van Dyck had arrogance coming out of him, dishing Manchester United like that, unquote. So, you know, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't you guys just say. I mean, some people are saying that Liverpool was lucky not to lose. I don't, I, and I'm not willing to take it that far because, again, on the attack, Manchester United really couldn't prove any... Couldn't really do anything much as threatening. So, I mean, they had one shot on target, but didn't make it count. So, man. So, really, at, at the end of the day, Liber- I mean, the fact that Liverpool, again, dominated ball possession. You know, 34 total total shots as well. So, you know, and check this out. You know, 12 corners for Liverpool and 0 for Manchester United. Again, Manchester United's attack? Couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything. And it's a shame, but at the same time, you know Manchester United just decided to basically go on a full wrap of heavy defending, and it and it worked. But obviously they can't do that every game. They got to put the ball into the back of the net, because with with plenty of a uh, of football left to play, especially in the Premier League, you know they got they got to start they got to start winning. Now Manchester United's schedule moving forward, they're on the road against West Ham before they have Aston Villa at home. And then they're on the road against Nottingham Forest before they continue the FA Cup uh, campaign. So, yeah, so for Manchester United, honestly, it's only going to get even more difficult. But the defense has to keep it up. But the offense, the attack needs to come alive. So if Onada can continue to make the brilliant saves, if the defense can c- continue to play heavy defense and iron rock solid and be resilient, then great. But at the same time, Manchester United needs to get the attack going. The attack needs to go on a hot streak, and they need to stay on a hot streak. So, again, well done for Manchester United. I mean, you can we, we can we troll the club all we want. We can say how overrated the club is. I mean, but look, we got to give Manchester United credit for this one because, again, they did something against Liverpool that nobody expected them to. You know, as I said earlier, there was two particular important facts. Number one, as I said, this is the third time I'm going to be saying it. Manchester United is the first team to not lose at Anfield this season. And they're the first team to actually prevent Liverpool from scoring this season. And that's according to BR Football, Bleacher Report Football. So, so Manchester United had a moment. And the question is, can they basically build on this particular moment? Because again, Andre Onana, who's been absolutely struggling, made a total of eight saves. Eight saves. (laughs) Eight saves. And again, 45 clearances by the Man U defense. That's pretty freaking cool. That's pretty impressive, honestly. So, And when I saw from the highlights, I mean, that spoke for themselves. So so Man U was able to actually do something. Something good was able to come out of it. But overall, it didn't really do them many good as far as their standings on the Premier League table. But, but as far as uh, Liverpool goes, I mean, this is... Obviously, more frustrating for them as well, but, you know, Liverpool moving forward, their next game is a quarterfinal match in the EFL Cup against West Ham, and Liverpool's next uh, game in, in the Premier League is against Arsenal. So if Liverpool had got the job done, if Liverpool had took the three points in this one, they'd be in good shape going in the game against Arsenal because right now, Liverpool is under a tremendous amount of pressure. Arsenal right now is looking great. I mean, they've been great all season, but right now going to this one, they're back on top of the Premier League. Arsenal wants to make sure that they do not relinquish first place. All right? Arsenal wants, because basically Arsenal is one point ahead of Liverpool. If Arsenal takes the win at Anfield, they go up by four points. Okay? So Arsenal cannot afford a draw. Liverpool cannot afford a draw because not only that, Liverpool is currently tied with Aston Villa. Aston Villa and Liverpool are four points ahead of Manchester City. So to keep Manchester City away from any hopes of winning the Premier League, basically Arsenal and Liverpool have got to basically keep selling for three points. Now Manchester City is going through a bit of a slump right now, but I expect that soon they will get it all figured out and they'll be back on track. So, So right now, honestly, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the game between Liverpool and Arsenal, which is going to be... Two days before Christmas, it's going to be next Saturday. Certainly looking forward to that. It's going to be at 11:30. I'm going to be at work at, the, at that point, but I will certainly hope to be able to catch some of the game. But Liverpool has got to basically—they've got to get back on track too. I mean, now I'm getting—and it, now I'm starting to overreact about Liverpool. But you know, so, you know, sailing for a 0-0 draw against Manchester United—that is bad for Liverpool, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, Into the Net FC can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. So please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button, and please be sure to hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and God bless.